sometimes think about how you'll be able to move on through and past your divorce or wonder how other people do it or that it sometimes seems like it's easier for others, well, we can tell you firsthand, it's not. It's a process and everyone has their own time frame to work through it. But today on the Divorce Etc. podcast, we're talking to someone who is literally just like you. We connected with Jen about a year ago and she hadn't filed for divorce yet. She felt stuck. She was living with her husband and kids and was walking on eggshells all the time in an unhappy situation filled with anxiety. It's been a process to say the least, but you're gonna hear about her journey and what it took to get where she is today, which is strong, independent, and happy. We're the ex-experts, Jessica and TH. We focus on helping you navigate your divorce and successfully move on with your life. Please follow us on all social media at xexperts and check out xexperts.com for tons of free divorce-related resources. Let's bring in today's guest. I feel like Jen is like one of our little like chickadees. Like we started X Experts to really help all of you from start to finish, thinking about it, working through it, and now where to really start again with the rest of your life. And Jen showed up. I'm not sure if it was at one of our support group sessions, our virtual groups. She was DMing us. She was liking. She was commenting. Jen was all about learning. She is an educated mom of two. And um, literally, we started with Jen, like Jessica said, when she was lost. And I was telling her to um, put up a picture of a plant in her apartment, which she can talk a little bit more about. But she is just such a fantastic success story. So we're thrilled to have you on Divorce Etc., Jen. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. And so just to give everyone like some context from you, can you kind of briefly tell us sort of where you were when we all first connected? Yeah, so I was, as you meant, I was completely lost. I had no idea what to do because I was just getting through the emotional part, which was hard enough. And just trying to make that decision, like, okay, is this time is, is, should I be doing this now? And then once I made that decision, I literally had no idea where to start because one thing that people I think don't talk about that much is you have to do this huge legal thing at the same time that you're processing all of your emotions and trying to get over somebody or a situation while also making sure that your kids are okay. So it's just, when I met you guys, I was completely just overwhelmed and sad. And yeah. uh, I didn't know what to do. I had no, I, no idea. So meeting the two of you helped me more than I can even express. So I just want everybody to know that Jen was living with her husband, with her two daughters. One of them is old enough to drive. The other one, how old is your younger one? She's 11 now. So she was right. 10. Right. So she's 10, 11 years old and Jen is working from home. And so she was honestly, I feel like our first conversation was, I don't know if I'm making a mistake Mm -hmm. by getting a divorce. I really am not comfortable in my living circumstances, but am I making a mistake? I've known him forever. She, Jen had a relationship with her husband, like Jessica and Darren, like forever. And so you were struggling with identity and being a bad mom and perception and, and the overwhelming 
impact of the word divorce and all that could possibly go with it. And we just, listen, I think that what we do do well, Jess, is we just support you unconditionally. We totally met you where you were. So that's where you were. And you you were very upset and you were very fragile. I remember that and uncertain. And I think that I, I was thrilled that you were comfortable enough to open up to us and let us just literally virtually hold your hand. You're all the way in the West Coast. We're all the way in the East Coast, but it didn't matter. One thing that I, I just want to say as we're talking about this part is like, you know, one thing that Teach and I get, I, I would say more from like trolls on social media and stuff is almost as if we're like advocates of divorce, like we're encouraging people to get divorced. So Jen, from your perspective, as someone who worked with us and kind of through the process and we were trying to give you resources to sort of figure things out for yourself, like, is that the impression you got or did you feel like it was really all in the ball was a hundred percent in your court, no judgment on any uh, from us at all. But like, here are some things that you need to learn if this is the path you're going to go down. Yeah. So one of the first things I remember is I went to your website and I saw that there were all of these resources and interviews and, and I was like, Oh my God, there's so much out there. And, but I never at one point thought that you were advocating for divorce. In fact, I think, like you said, you're just meeting people where they are and helping to guide them because the two of you have been through it. And that just between the resource, once I, you know, took a step back and then I looked all the, I was like, these are amazing. And I was trying to create my own little, I took notes and I did all these types of things, but no, I definitely do not think, I think what you advocate is being healthy and recognizing when something might not be right for you. And then taking the steps to to smartly navigate through it and get to the other side because divorce is friggin' the worst that I mean, I, especially I had been with my ex for, since I was 19 and I'm pretty old now without saying how old I am. It's been a few, <laughs> we uh, don't either. <laughs> it's been a long time. So I didn't really know who I was. It was just always him and I together, similar to you, Jessica. Yeah. And how you were so there's been so much that went into this process. So, so story, yeah. tell people having been there fairly recently, just a year ago, you know, what helped you actually make the decision, whichever way you were going to go, what were mm -hmm. the things that helped you realize this is what's going to be the best decision for me? I think my gut always kind of knew what was the right thing. And I was just scared to do it. Mm -hmm. So what I started doing was I took charge of my situation. For me, that meant really facing some things that I had been ignoring, uh, doing some research and figuring some stuff out. Therapy. I found a great therapist who seriously, between her and you guys and my family was amazing. And um, my friends and family and I just leaned on everybody. So one of the things that I just, I just got to that point where I'm like, can I really see myself living the rest of my life? feeling like this because nothing's going to change. And then I thought, do I want my kids to witness this type of relationship and think that this is normal and grow up and maybe seek out the same type of partner? And I'm not even trying to say anything bad about my ex. He You're just not. wasn't the right person for me, right. you know, and we, we, our time was done. 
So once I actually like got my head around that and realized it was the healthiest thing, no matter how painful it was, because it was, can I swear? It was fucking painful. (laughs) Uh, Then I was able to make my moves. And then I was able to just take step by step and day by day. And that's how I made the decision really. I think um, like we have really been in constant contact with you. And Mm -hmm. one of your superpowers is really your interest and awareness that you need to learn, that you need to educate yourself. And, and that clears clutter that manages expectations. You know, the unknown is super scary, but as soon as you started learning and asking us questions, that's when you started to move forward. And we're not necessarily saying about physically moving forward, but like in your own head and coming to grips with where you are and, you know, Mm -hmm his responsibility with your daughters versus yours and shared responsibility. So I'm going to fast forward now, everybody, because our version of Jen, when we first met her, I feel like it's like the great reveal, like the great makeover. (laughs) Um, She lives on her own in an apartment that she found on her own. She's always worked and she fully supports herself. Her um, younger daughter is like doing classes and stuff like that. Jen is working through a parenting plan with her. It's not official yet, right? Almost, almost. Soon to be ex. Uh But she had conversations with her soon to be ex that were really hard and uncomfortable. And she also really managed her relationship with her lawyer Uh fabulously. She did not use her lawyer for a therapist. She used her lawyer for her legal processes and questions only. So she managed her legal fees and she also managed her parents who were also difficult for her to handle. So she got chutzpah is what we say. Um, She got like, I don't even know how to translate that word, but she got like the guts and the whatever, to set boundaries with people, even those that you love. And this is a year, everybody. She created a settlement agreement and we work together on parenting and and really figuring out where she wants to go. So her superpower in getting to where she is now is education from us, from other resources, asking for help, just being a full sponge so that she can make the best choices. So I just, I could, would give you the biggest hug because <laughs> you are, you're an example of someone who can really do it. And you didn't think you could do anything. That's the key yeah. though, for a second. Let's just pause on that for a minute because the real truth is that when we all first started talking, you really, that was where you were. You, you didn't feel like you could do it. You were- no. Thinking about staying where you were purely out of the fear as to were you going to be able to live this independent life and was it going to be enough for you and for your girls? And like that, I just feel like is something that we need to acknowledge because for everybody out there, we all have been there. The fear is what holds most of us back. And it doesn't matter kind of almost what your situation is. It's like, it's a similar feeling that we all have. And so I just, again, like TH, like kudos to you for setting an example of like, 
when you know what's right and what doesn't feel right, to be able to move forward with that is hugely brave and courageous. And so we, we acknowledge that for you. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you. And just for the audience too, like, I never really considered myself a strong person. I kind of, I'm more, I don't know if you could tell by now, but kind of like go with the flow. I don't create waves with people. I, and that's probably why I got in some of my situation. And I didn't, I wasn't the most assertive person. I kind of was just like, it's better to not look at things and, and just, so for years I focused on my children only and I ignored how I was actually feeling. So the point of saying that is that if I can, if me, and no one knows me personally, obviously, but I'm asking you to trust <laughs> what I'm saying is if I could do it, I'm serious. Like it's, and I'm not saying it's been easy. I'm not just saying I haven't had so many moments where I just start crying because it's a death. Yeah. But yeah. it's just really knowing yourself and realizing what you deserve. Like I will not moving forward with any, doesn't have to be a romantic relationship, but any relationship I have learned now to set boundaries and to follow through with the boundaries. Whereas before, I think I was boundary, boundary less. It's not even a word, but I just made it a word. <laughs> and we all understand what it means. Yeah. 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 We just, yeah. we just let, let shit happen. Yeah. And we don't yeah. speak up for ourselves and we sacrifice ourselves along the way. I totally Perfect. get it. We're going to pause for a quick moment here because we know it's hard to get honest and reliable information about your divorce and how to move on from it. So we've done the work for you. As the ex-experts, we get questions every day from people looking for a trustworthy resource to support them through this difficult time from the legal, the money, the kids your self-care, and all of the other stuff. We cover it at xexperts.com and here on our Divorce Etc. podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our weekly newsletter to hear directly from us as we educate you on how to navigate your way through divorce, get what you need, and have what you want. Visit xexperts.com. We've lived it, so we get it. As parents, we often have gut feelings when something just isn't right. This can be especially true in co-parenting arrangements where one parent is struggling with addiction. If you're co-parenting with an ex-spouse who abuses alcohol, Soberlink can help. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. The system's real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test so you can be confident your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, judges can rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court-admissible evidence of sobriety, and your kids are able to maintain healthy relationships with both parents. To sign up and get $50 off your device, visit www.soberlink.com backslash ETC. That's www.soberlink.com backslash ETC. So Jen, you said boundaries. What's the number two thing for you that you have learned? The other thing I have learned is, is, is about empowering myself around my finances. Because when I was married, it was, you know, you're a team, you're a partnership. And it was easy for me just to like, kind of not, I knew what was going on, obviously. Like I knew roughly where, but I didn't manage it. He managed it. And I therefore really had no idea about budgets. And this makes me sound like 
I'm no, we not like everybody. everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I knew obviously, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't own it is what I'm trying to say. It wasn't your job and your marriage. It wasn't. No, yeah. it was just, we all take so we, on different roles in our relationships exactly. and that's totally normal. Yeah. And we would discuss things like we would talk about things and what we were spending our money on, but I just didn't have that firsthand managing my own stuff. So fast forward to now, like you mentioned before, so I'm living in my own place with my kids. I have all my own bills. I, everything I have taken charge of, I know where all my money's going. I I can budget for things I want to. So there's a big amount of freedom in there, but I, I mean, this is somebody I am horrible at math. Like when we had checkbooks and I was trying to bounce checkbook. Yeah, no, (laughs) not good. So um, that's the one thing that I think, and then being feeling empowered in that has trickled into other things. Like as another example, I used to hate driving into L. I live outside of LA and I used to be scared about driving into LA into parts that I don't know, like to the point where I just wouldn't do things. Now, if I want to do something or my kids and I want to go on a day trip, I just figure I just go. And I was, before I was like a scared little bird or whatever. And now I know what. I, I just have confidence because you so know I think, what you're capable of. Yeah. And I did it before because I was so dependent on him right. to help me. And I went to him for everything. And now I have nobody to go to, but myself. And you're so showing up for yourself and you're doing it. And, and, and again, like for the audience listening, the financial piece is something that TH and I talk about all the time. Because again, it's wrapped up in fear normally. It's like, we don't want to look at it because we're afraid of what it's going to say. TH always uses the analogy of it's like getting on a scale, but we're always afraid that if we look at it, we're going to see in black and white that we cannot afford whatever it is that we think that we want to be able to afford. But the reality is what you just said. It's actually empowering because when you look at it and when you figure it out, no matter where you are with it, now at least you can take control of it and you can figure out on your own what you're going to do with it what you're going to do about it and knowing that that now falls under your realm and that you can choose this is what i'm going to save for this is something i'm going to spend for and you know like the 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 parameters with which you have to work it really actually is so far from fear because it's like now you have a huge strength. Yeah. And and to go from fearful about it to feeling empowered about it is exactly what we want people to feel. The finances is usually one of the top two concerns. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and I want to say another, there's so much to say about Jen, but I do also (laughs) remember that you were concerned about the house. Yeah, what are you yes. going to do about the house? Your kids are in the house. Should I mean, she keep he the was house? Less involved mm-hmm. before you decided to get a divorce, mm-hmm. and somebody had to make hard decisions, and it it landed in your lap. You were either going to make a change or not. And Jen went and got someone to appraise the house, and then when we speak to Jen again, she goes, "Oh, yeah, I listed the house." I was like, oh. <laughs> "Yeah, you get shit done, lady." And that's so funny. She's in a home that that not only does she support herself in, but it's decorated in a way that reflects her and her kids. And she's created a, a new home for them. And that transition, I'm sure, for your your younger daughter in particular, was really hard. But you got her involved in decorating her room and 
making dinners and, you know, empowering her to take ownership of this mm -hmm. as much as, you know, she's going to, but still mm -hmm. letting her play an active role in what's next for her life too. And, and mm -hmm. also making her feel a little stronger. She was super dependent on you mm -hmm. day and night. And so how is she doing now? Yeah, she's doing pretty well. I mean, she's still, we're all going through some, it's just now that it's been a few months and we're settled into our new place and we can like think about our old house. What I try to tell them when they talk about that we had had a bigger house and it was better and this and that, and now we're in the small places, I'll say, yeah, well, we had a big house, but we're, it didn't feel fun. It wasn't a home. It wasn't, we never knew what to expect. It wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't just, it wasn't a home, I guess is right. really what I'm saying. Versus now we have less space, but it's just us and we don't have to worry about any of that other crap. So it's just a house. And that's one of the learnings. So to anybody who's debating, so what I ended up, we sold the house and then he and I went our separate ways. Uh, for anybody who's debating what to do and you want to hang on to the house or whatever, my recommendation would be to really look at that is, is the house that important to you that, because I would imagine if I were to have stayed in the house, there would have been memories everywhere. It would have just felt odd. I don't think I could have moved on as quickly as I did by just making a clean break and starting, a, just starting new. It's like, Remember like those old Sandra Bullock movies or those old, you know, 80s movies where like the woman starts off and the woman's like driving down a street and you don't know where she's going and she's starting over again and she's moving yeah. in with her mom. And she has, it's kind of like a cheesy lifetime or 80s movie kind of situation is how sometimes when I laugh at myself, what I think about, because it is, that's really what happens. It's yeah. like, or that show one day at a time, remember? Oh Anna yeah. Manu with her kids. Yeah. Kind of like that. But, but you are still working you're still independent and how's the co-parenting going so we're working through that so one of the things that surprised me is that my ex and I have a pretty amicable relationship when it comes to figuring out things about our our younger daughter because our older daughter is over 18 so we we do discuss things where our whole focus is making sure that that she feels happy and secure. We're trying not to push anything on her uh, because we know that her life is turned upside down. So I would say that I bet one day I'll look back at all of this and, and think that he and I were probably better friendly acquaintance co-parents than we were married. So I'm I think hoping that's that, not uncommon. But, but also, yeah. Jen, you know, your past with your husband, I'm sure had very, had tons of beautiful memories. And just because it didn't have longevity, like you hoped, it doesn't mean that it was all bad. Jessica says it all the time. Like it wasn't all bad. I mean, clearly there was a big thing that wasn't good, but yeah. there were a lot of other things that were great. And that's why Jessica can still have a relationship with Darren. And you are fresh and new here. And so as long as you guys can get along, because when you were living together, you weren't getting along, you weren't communicating, no. you were like suffocating in the house and mm -hmm. he was always there and not contributing. And so when you right. had that in your face 24 seven, it was really, really hard for you. So I think that also having your own space gave you re room to breathe. 
Now it doesn't yes. take away the fact that your kids are going to miss their old home. My kids miss their old home. They're great memories there. For my kids, it was their home. I mean, it was, mm -hmm. that's where I lived with them. That's where your daughters live with both of their parents. So I'm sure that they mm -hmm. feel like that was our home, but that doesn't make this home bad. No, but I also love that you, like you said, like this home, it may just be the three of you and it may be smaller space, but this is the home that's like filled with joy that you have now to create all of these new memories and have fun and have, feel like lighter than any of you did in the other house. Well, so or light, Jen feels lighter. So that's- There's probably know, an element for the girls too, as time goes yeah, that they'll realize- Yeah, without some like contention. That, that, was, that was emanating right. from the home. But I want to also mm -hmm. find out, so, okay, so you've talked about the importance of boundaries, the empowerment mm -hmm. of um, Money. taking control of your financial situation. Yeah, is there like one more important mm -hmm. tip that you would give to people listening who are like, what do I need to do? Because I don't know anything. So I, okay, so I'm a big action-oriented list person. So when you're in the beginning of this process, everything is so friggin' overwhelming. And I- so, but what I did was I created lists. I wrote it down on a piece of paper, all the things that I needed to do. And I, I did them in chunks. And I think like, you know, chunking out like, okay, I'm going to get the realtor. I'm going to find the realtor. I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to um, put the house up. Then, you know, the divorce stuff. So I, I, I think having things in buckets helps not to feel so overwhelmed, but I also, also really believe in the power of a good therapist at the same time, somebody who doesn't know you and can help you because without my therapist, seriously, I just, I, I was lucky to find a good one, but going along with the therapist thing, if you see, if you're seeing a therapist and you don't gel with them, like there's no, just look for another one. Like, seriously, it's fine. Yeah. until you find the right one who can help you. And so that's the other thing that I learned. Therapy. Yeah. Therapy and, and listing and chunking things out. You know, when it comes to therapy, yeah. it's, you know, we, we always advocate for therapy and there are a lot of people out there who are like, well, I tried it, you know, it really didn't work. I didn't really get anything out of it. And I, I'm always like, cause you didn't have the right person and that's okay. Yeah. You have no idea. Mm -hmm. You're making a call like a, off of a random list you get from your insurance company or this or that, like right. you don't know until you talk to them a few times, you know, you get to have like one 15 minute intro call and then you have to decide like, is this the person I'm going to start spilling my guts to, but for everybody out there, if you don't feel like you are comfortable spilling your guts, to whoever your therapist is, what Jen said is exactly right. Go find someone else because everyone who talks about the gift of therapy, it's true. And if you don't feel that way, it's because you haven't found the right therapist. And by the way, it's the same when it comes to a divorce lawyer. If you go out, yes. you are working with a divorce lawyer and for some reason you're feeling uneasy. Maybe you're feeling like, you know, they're, curt with you or short or not giving you the time and attention that you require or they're not responsive to you whatever the case may be or this is someone you have to trust that can go into a room with the other side's lawyer and come out having looked after your best interests if you don't feel that you're vibing like that with your divorce lawyer go meet with other divorce lawyers because they yeah remember they work for you and they these are work decisions that are going to exactly. be made and and kept for the rest of your life yeah yeah it's a it's just yeah. a ton of money to spend on 
someone who you feel is not right. And Jen talked about it. And I definitely felt this way in my marriage. I was not, I was afraid to trust my gut. And there were many Mm -hmm. times with my lawyer that I was afraid to speak up because, you know, she's the lawyer. She obviously knows. So who am I, you know, to say anything, except you can still say something. Your money allows you to say something and only use your lawyer for your legal, use your therapy therapist for your therapy. So Jen, what did you use X experts and us for? How do you think that you leaned in on us? What did, what were we able to help you with? Um, I think a lot of like that beginning, well, everything, but a lot of that beginning stuff, like what you just were talking about, I had no idea about how to hire a divorce lawyer, no idea. So stuff like that are just about my living situation. And I would talk through with you guys, like, what do you think? And you would provide some great suggestions, things I hadn't even thought of just because you're familiar with divorce. I'm not. So it was just like me absorbing all of the information. And I remember crying a lot on the, on the, because I, I was just so miserable and overwhelmed and just so sad because nobody marries somebody thinking they're going to get divorced. So I just kind of felt like a failure. I just felt like I let myself down and just going through all those emotions when I would have them and just talking to you guys helped me a lot too. So it's, I think you're different than a therapist in the sense that you're ex, well, you're experts, you're ex-experts. So <laughs> you know what you're talking about. So well, I think, yeah, go ahead. Oh, that was, so good. I just want, I just wanted to say the difference. So I had a therapist yes. and a therapist digs deep into yes. why and undoing bad patterns. What we did with Jen really was provide her with the education. We met her where she was along the way as she kept growing and there were it is a roller coaster like some days Jen would be you know oh my god I'm so excited another day it was it was I think the day that that you were actually going to sign papers that you were kind of backtracking you're like I think I'm making a mistake and all Mm -hmm. we did was listen so we're really your girlfriends through it all we don't pass judgment this is no bullshit you know it's all ultimately your choice, but we're just a sounding board for you to help you work through wherever you are and whatever challenges you're facing right now. And so I'm really glad that we were help, able to help you, Jen. We are again, like your super fans. Yeah, I'm totally. super proud of you. I cannot wait to meet you in person one day. And I yeah. also like not to be beating a dead horse, but I feel like the things that were the most important for you which were learning how to create boundaries and learning how to like um, gain financial freedom and financial independence for yourself. Those are such common challenges going through divorce and to be able to, for us, because those were things that we dealt with ourselves, having to deal with boundaries in totally different ways and dealing with, you know, taking care of, of and uh, our own finances and figuring all of that out along the way. Like, these are the reasons why we created X experts because we felt like we went through all this stuff completely blind and drowning and like having no idea which direction to go. And thank God we could bounce shit off of each other. But now it's like, now we know, you know, about those things and to be able to just offer some of that and, and, and have people like you who feel like, okay, fine, it's been a year, which isn't even really that long in the grand scheme of things. But like now where you are, it, it's, it's, we're so proud. 
Yeah. <laughs> We're so Thank proud. You. Uh, honestly, of the progress that you made, we love hearing the updates and um, and for people listening, like, you know, your divorce doesn't have to be just like Jen's. Your situation no. doesn't have to be just like Jen's, just like Teach's, or just like mine. But all of us, no matter what we're dealing with, are dealing with some very similar situations. The details may not be identical, but the general feelings and emotions and struggles right. are right. universal. That's what connects all of us. The feelings are the same. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or who you're married to or whatever it is, the feelings of fear and being overwhelmed and you know, questioning yourself. And sometimes you just need validation to know you're not alone and what you're thinking is right. Or we just kind of coach you to think through it. Ultimately, it's your decision. We aren't going to tell you to go one way or the other for anything. But now Jen is like putting herself out there into the world of dating and she's meeting new people and, and now figuring out her next chapter which is like the beginning of the beginning. So, yes. Thank you. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And, and I would just say one final thing is that it's important to have respect for yourself, but don't accept anything that you know is not good for you. As scary as it is, have the, the chutzpah or have the strength in yourself to want the best for yourself. And that's what I would say is, that's the most important is having respect, being your own advocate for everything. And knowing so. that you deserve it, because I feel yeah. like a lot yeah. of times you weren't feeling like you deserved no. all the no. goodness that could be there for you. And I think today's a different kind of day. Yeah, you. absolutely. And I'm, I'm going to continue to grow. Like I'm not always like happy about everything, <laughs> but it's just, no, no, I'm sorry. you're still human. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. Jen, it, it's an, it's a very inspiring story. We love like the success stories, not success because you got divorced, but success because like you just said, you had the courage to stand up for what you believe in creating your boundaries, educating yourself to be able to move forward and give yourself and your kids a new opportunity and a new life that you guys all deserve. So we're so proud to know you and we're so glad to have had the opportunity to work with you. And for everybody else out there listening, if you enjoyed this episode of the Divorce Etc. podcast with the ex-experts today, then can you help a few girls out? Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review our Divorce Etc. podcast because that actually helps to bump it up on the lists on podcast platforms so more people can find us and we can help support them too as they're going through divorce and beyond. Check the show notes for more information and of course share this episode with anyone you know who can benefit from listening. Have a great day.